guys, it's Anvi, and welcome to the last episode of Art with Anvi for 2020. Art is generally not given a lot of importance in school, whether it's dance, music, or studio art. None of the art majors are listed as one of the popular majors amongst college students. As we continue with this journey, I'm also interested in discovering more about the interdependency of art and mental health. I hope that speaking to some accomplished artists about how they incorporate art into their lives will inspire us all to include art in our lives as well. I'm excited to introduce today's guest, Shreya Bhatia. Shreya recently graduated from Duke University with a degree in neuroscience. She has been singing Hindustani classical and Bollywood music for 15 years. She has opened for artists such as Shreya Goshal, Shankar Aesan Loy, Sunidhi Chan, Sonanigam, and several others. At Duke, she performed at campus events for the Duke and Durham communities. She was also president of the Indian Classical Music Group on campus. Shreya currently hosts a television show on Fox 5 called The Musical Mind, in which she discusses the convergence of music and medicine with her viewers. I'm super excited to get to know more about her. So, hi Shreya, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, so I know we met pretty briefly a few years ago when we were both taking singing lessons. Um, since then, I've seen you open up for several fam- famous artists and on TV. So I'm excited to hear about what you've been up to. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so to get to know you better, I would like for us to start off with a rapid fire round before we dive into the questions. Are you ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, first question. What is a job that would inspire you the most? Um, I'm gonna say being a doctor, and I know it's cheesy because that's what profession I'm going into, but um, yeah, I think being a physician. If you could talk to the president, what would you talk about? I think right now, definitely the coronavirus, um, and especially with the transition uh, coming up, I just wanna hear what kind of steps are next for ending this pandemic. If you were stranded on a tropical island, what two things would you bring with you? Um, Assuming I can't have electronics, I would probably choose a good book and one that I could continue reading again and again. So maybe like a Harry Potter book Um, and probably a picture of my family or like a a picture album of my friends and family. Uh, Who are your favorite singers? Oh, that's tough. Um, I'd say I'll, I'll keep centered on Indian music because it's what I connect most to. So I'll say my idol in music is Shreya Koshal. And other singers I like are Sonu Negam, Arjit Singh, Sunidhi Jahan, um, the classics like Asha Bhose and Lata Mangeshkar. Who are, I mean, what are your favorite songs? Uh, that's also hard. I think my favorite songs change uh, pretty much on a daily basis. For a few years, I think one that stayed up there has been a song called Orang Rays from the movie Bhag Milka Bhag. Um, what is the song that you hear most often? Um, there's a song by Rahat Fateli Khan. It's called Zaruri Tha, and I think I listen to it like at least once a day. Okay, I think like I I I've, I've listened to both of those songs that you mentioned and like the melodious melodious tune is just amazing um and your response clearly shows how passionate you are about medicine and music both mm-hmm. 
So moving on, before we get started with the questions, I would love to have you sing something for us. I think a few lines from your favorite song will be great for the listeners and inspire them. And me too. Sure. Um, yeah, I think every singer kind of has that like go-to song that they like to sing when people ask them to sing. Um, and mine kind of changes. Right now, it's a song called Aj Jani Ki Zid Na Karo, um, which is a guzzle, but I really like singing it. So I'll sing a few lines. Okay, awesome. <laughs> karo aaj jaane ki sed na karo yuhi pehlu mein baithe raho yuhi pehlu mein baithe raho आज जानी किसे देना करो ओ माय गॉश दैट्स अमेजिंग आई लव योर वॉइस इट्स थैंक यू बॉडी कंटिन्यूअल एंड यू सिंग विद सच कॉन्फिडेंस थैंक यू फॉर शेयरिंग योर टैलेंट ऑफ कोर्स ओके सो लेट्स मूव ऑन टू द मेन क्वेश्चन सो फर्स्ट हाउ हैव यू बीन एबल टू फोकस ऑन योर पैशन फॉर म्यूजिक ड्यूरिंग Yeah, I think this quarantine kind of presented um new opportunities for taking a step back and focusing on my own personal growth as a musician. And I think for the past few years, a lot of my music has been focused on performing or um, you know, collaborating with others, and it's really nice to have this time to just, you know, take a song and immerse yourself in it for a while and like really learn all the intricacies and it's been a while since I was able to do that. So it's definitely been good for me to like take that time out of each day just devoted to singing um and I've also been you know taking some courses and kind of expanding my musical repertoire from indian you know various genres of indian music to western styles as well um and yeah I'm even teaching music now kind of as this quarantine um just being really difficult for a lot of people and I've seen so many, you know, spikes in mental health concerns and music is of course a stress reliever and you know helps reduce anxiety. So teaching music to all age groups I think is my way of kind of helping to use um the arts as a way of getting through this year. Yeah, I think it's like so cool how a lot of people are expanding and living like figuring out their different interests during quarantine. I think music and art in general are also just such great ways to escape from everything that's going on right now, yeah. distressing and troubling times. So that's really great. Um, when did you start singing and who or what inspired you to continue? Like did you have a guiding force or someone that inspired you? Yeah, so I think I was around 6 or 7 when I started singing and um it all kind of started with I would be like listening to music in the car with my mom wherever we went and apparently she tells me this um apparently one day I you know she was singing and I kind of turned to her and said that that was out of tune and she at that point saw that there was maybe some like glimpse of talent or something some kind of like passion there for music and put me in classes and since then I've just been 
on this journey. And I'd say she's definitely been an inspiring force for me because she, um, she sang as a kid and she's still a great singer. So it's definitely nice to have someone at home who recognizes um, your talent and, you know, can share that with you. I love the story. And it looks like the talent runs in the family then. <laughs> it's great to have like such a wonderful support system, especially your mom. Yeah. Yeah. So you went through four years of college where you also managed to include music in your life. And in fact, you were the president of the Indian classical music group at Duke. So how did you dedicate equal time and diligence to both your education and your passion for music? Yeah, I think that's definitely tough. And, you know, going into college, it was kind of the advice that everybody gave me was don't give up on your music and it'll be kind of easier to not focus on it because you really do get caught up in academics or extracurriculars and things like that. So it was definitely intentional for me to, you know, get involved with the Indian classical music group as early as my first year at Duke and continue on with them. Um, And I think when you're just really passionate about something, like I was about singing, it um, enters into your life without you even realizing it. So I was using music as a coping mechanism for stress, as, you know, like a stress reliever, kind of an integrated part of every day, whether that was going to a music room and just practicing by myself or doing like a jam session with the Indian classical group, um, or even just like listening to music while you're walking around or sitting in the library. Um, I think listening to music is one of the, the best ways that a singer or a musician can learn more. And, you know, there's always some new angle of a song to be listening for and interpreting and analyzing. So I think I was just always immersed in different forms of music in different ways. Yeah, I could definitely relate to that. And I'm sure like a lot of artists can also relate to that. And I think like art also trains people to develop like important qualities such as perseverance and like determination and discipline. Yeah, definitely. So I think that also definitely helps. Mm -hmm. You have a show called The Musical Mind. So tell us more about your show and walk us through how the show was formulated. Yeah, so when I first um, kind of got on TV, it was through a show called Tal Metal, which translates roughly to Immersed in Rhythm. And that show was all about, you know, comparing different forms of music, especially Western styles and Indian styles um, and kind of, you know, bringing on local talent and talking to them or bringing on different instrumentalists and, you know, just performing music for people. And it was very kind of overarching, like all forms of music. And At the same time, I was, you know, becoming more and more interested in medicine and I was finding this convergence of music and medicine in like clinical settings. I was learning that it's like a huge research field as well. Um, And then I decided to make the show be a lot more focused on that front. And so The Musical Mind is a completely different show. It's only focused on music and the brain or music and medicine. And it's kind of given me the opportunity to stay up to date on this research um, and keep studying it and keep just being really involved with it. Um, And I think it's just a great way to reach out to viewers about something that they can take advantage of and they might not know about, which is the the therapeutic benefits of music. Yeah, I think 
the transition from your other show to this show that's like super cool and it sounds like a unique platform for young musicians and stem enthusiasts so i highly suggest all my listeners to check out shreya's show on fox <laughs> five and I- i'll be sure to keep up with it as well so are there you mentioned that there are like connections linking medicine and music so have you realized any like specific connections specifically like music and mental health or yeah absolutely and i i think in some ways we see it um, on a daily basis and you know i mentioned music as my stress reliever i think a lot of people feel the same way and you know sometimes you don't put that those like scientific words to it and yet you are taking advantage of the therapeutic benefits of music um i first saw that connection in alzheimer's patients and that's kind of where i was first exposed to this field. Um, And I think that's one of the situations where you can actually see the effects of music. Sometimes it can help trigger a memory for them, um, or it can have like very, very distinguished changes in their affect or their mood. Uh, And so it's really cool to see that in a clinical setting. Um, It gives it a little bit more life than just reading about it in scientific articles. Um, But yeah, I mean, there are so many studies now about how, you know, music releases neurotransmitters that help improve your mood or um, reduce anxiety. So I think it's more and more becoming something that you just can't refute those um, benefits. And I think there's still a lot of research to be done. I think music cognition is a really cool area of study that people should look into or watch my show and you can hear me talk all about it. But music cognition is also just all about how us as healthy individuals can take advantage of music and how exactly we process music and understanding that can help you kind of individualize and personalize your own experiences with the arts and kind of choose what um, inspires you or what will help your mood or whether, I don't know, like some people when they're sad, like listening to sad music because it helps them, um, feel related to. And I think that's just as important as the flip side of listening to more happy or upbeat music to lift your mood. Yeah. I think it's like so interesting how music and then like mental health are so interdependent and like other diseases as well like mm-hmm. through all my previous interviews too I've noticed that a lot of people mention that music has a significant impact on mental health or in art in general mm-hmm. so I think it's a great cause that you're dedicating your time to and I'm so glad you're advocating for it through your show mm-hmm. so where do you envision yourself in the future with medicine and music do you foresee yourself continuing with the show or yeah Yeah, I definitely foresee myself continuing with the show. And, you know, this year that I'm in between undergrad and medical school, I'm also seeing a lot of these effects of music and the arts. Um, You know, I'm working with elderly patients right now, and especially during the pandemic where they are in like isolation, um, I'm seeing how music is helping their mental health and helping them get through it. So I think the more that I am myself further convinced of the effects of music, um, I think as a physician, I would want to continue this research and continue seeing how music can be used in clinical settings. And hopefully um, by the time that I'm, you know, a practicing physician, music therapy is um, at the point where it is integrated into clinical practice much more. So that's something to hopefully look forward to. Um, And as for my own personal kind of goals, I think I would definitely, you know, not want to leave my own music and continue to grow in that. Yeah, I think like the time you're dedicating to both of these fields is 
like encouraging and motivating for like other high schoolers and college students who are also pursuing those fields. Mm -hmm. um, do you see yourself taking advantage of social media to grow in the musical field? Yeah, that's an interesting question because of course, social media is such a catalyst for people who are um, interested in music. And I think for me, it is, I mostly use it as a way of connecting with other people. Um, and I've found some really cool artists through it. I found some really great uh, people who are just focused on you know, promoting South Asian culture and they use musicians uh, or other you know, influencers in, the, in that area to promote South Asian culture. So I think that's really cool. And I've met a lot of really great people through it. Um, you know, I've, you know, I met you on social media again. Um, so I think social media just gives you that, that platform to reach out to people. I use my music Instagram as also a way of motivating me to keep trying new things um, because I feel like people want to hear new things from me. Um, so that's also, I think, a great kind of self-motivator. Um, but yeah, I, I think I just kind of see it opportunities as they come. Yeah, I think social media just plays such a crucial role in like connecting people since most of our generation relies on these platforms for pretty much everything. Right. Yeah, it'll be great to, I mean, you're already like a musical influencer, but it'll be great to see what you do with social media. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure all the listeners are dying to know if you have any advice for any potential singers after hearing your voice. So do you have any words of wisdom? Yeah. Um, well, as someone who is teaching music right now, I think I I would just say um, focus on that passion for music and don't let it die out. I think performing is really fun and I, I love performing. It's um, one of the reasons that I kind of was involved with so many groups on campus at Duke. Um, I, I just love getting on stage and performing for people, but at the same time, it's important to remember that music is this magical um, thing for yourself as well. And it's important to keep that love alive. Um, and I'd say I, I had the opportunity to meet my idol, as I mentioned, Shreya Ghoshal. And the one thing that she told me that I have kept really close to my heart is that she is never done learning. And everywhere that she goes and every venture that she sets out on in music, she always learns something new. And if she can be you know, like India's greatest female singer and still be um, learning so much. We we all just have so much more to learn. So I think I would just tell anyone who wants to be a singer to keep seeking out places to learn and never let yourself become constant or stagnant in what you're doing. Yeah, I think Shreya Ghoshal, first of all, is such a great role model to have considering mm -hmm. how far she's come with and how talented she is. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing your valuable advice to me and all the listeners who are navigating their way through both the art and STEM fields. Of course. Yeah. So that wraps up another episode of Art with Anvi. Thank you, Shreya, for joining us today. And thank you to all the listeners for joining me for this episode. Shreya, I got to hear more about your passions and I'm excited to keep up with your future accomplishments. Everyone, make sure to go follow Shreya at Shreya Music and follow Art with Anvi on Instagram.